Got it. Got it. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 49. Does it feel like I'm yelling? Yeah, hey? No, well, I think no. I just think you're letting people know that you're there. You're not yelling. Hey, guys, I'm here. Welcome to episode 49 of Res Hockey. It's a beautiful day here in Kenora, in Ontario. Treaty 3 territory, home of the Bush. <laughs> Bush and his clan. Uh, it's plus 25 out. Yes, Beautiful plus 25 day. for our American listeners. It's in the 70s. It drizzled a little bit, but overall, it's a good day. It's supposed to rain tomorrow. So, welcome to the another uh, episode. We're we'll half with, almost with 100. Yeah, we're episode 49. So, and with me, as always, is uh, Mr. Handsome, Mr. Mr. Wonderful, Mr. Beautiful, Bush. Oh, shucks. He's getting all red. <laughs> How come you're blushing? <laughs> Guy's blushing. As I take it to heart. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I don't get compliments that much. <laughs> well, that, that too. That too? <laughs> What's up? Uh, how are you feeling? I'm at a. I've come to a terms uh, of an endearment, and um, I have moved on s- since last week. And I move forward with the playoffs, and I'm now going to go on the bandwagon cheer for my second team. Well, Just I mean, think- I shouldn't shouldn't call it a second bandwagon. I've been a huge, huge fan of Joe Sakic and Forsberg, going way back. So I like the Avalanche. I always did. You moved on like last week's auntie. Jeez. See, I didn't swear though. Because <laughs> we have young listeners. I keep forgetting. I'm going to make a conscious effort to not even let the poop word out. Not even poop or not even poop. caca. Can you say caca? You can say caca. Caca. Yeah. Measy. 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 Yeah. Mise. Yeah. There you go. We got to ask. So, well, if you, heard, you said you're in Treaty 3 territory, so it's. Ron here, it's a it's a hard Z sound. Z. Yeah, hard Mizi. We gotta ask like uh an alt, yep. Other people like in Alberta, BC, Quebec, oh, yeah. McMau's out east, how you say poop in their language. Yeah. Then we can just start saying it in their language. Mm-hmm. So uh now that the orders are out, <laughs> thank you, you. <laughs> and you shaved your face. <laughs> are you gonna grow a beard again or just let it um that uh 10 o'clock shadow on your face probably uh i'll probably keep the eight o'clock shadow yeah yeah and just and just wait till the season the probably new wait season till next playoffs. yeah gonna, what, about your, gonna, what about your hair? Grow the hair i'm gonna get my locks back <laughs> so uh, our guest for episode 49 is Mr. Jesse Dudas of Edmonton, Alberta. Jesse recently played for Norway House Bruins at the Freddy, and he will be playing with Judd Blackwater, former yeah. guest in Germany this upcoming season. So, um, it, I think we have to uh, watch a couple games online since every game's yeah. online now, Abe. I think we should be able to stream it. 
and I think we should cool to watch those two. I mean, it would be cool to watch those two, Jesse and and Judd play for their their team in Germany since it was fun to watch them uh, play in the Freddy in Saskatoon. So, yeah, Jesse's our our guest for episode 49. Um, Because of the week for episode 49 is our friend of the show, our buddy, Mr. Jordan Daniels of Saskatoon in ways of Mr. Wasses. Uh, we met Jord back in Saskatoon last month. He's played played in the Freddy for his home community. He said he got rocked out there, so <laughs> he just laughed when he told us he got rocked. <laughs> so, and I heard he's a real good fiddle player. And here's an idea. Have him come on the show and fiddle a couple songs. We should YouTube that or TikTok it. We should, you know, yeah. get them on the show and get them to blast a couple tunes and have you <laughs> fucking. Oh, I swear! Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Got me. Have them come on and yeah. start jigging, man. That's yeah, an we'll... idea. We'll ask him. I'm sure he'll see. Yeah, he's a good mm-hmm. guy. So thanks, George, for your support. He bought us. He bought a sweater off of us at the Freddy for him and his old man. Mm-hmm. So hey, we have we still have some hoodies for sale still. So yeah, let us know if you want a hoodie. We're limited on supplies and stock, but we have a couple left. So give us a shout. We have smalls. We have uh, smalls and then two X and three X. So yes, for all you uh, muscle bound people, guys with the bods like me the you know with the broad shoulders just the, what do you what do they call them dad bods dad bods dad bods. If, if if you look like pat maroon you should buy a 2xl sweater yeah just don't flex in it <laughs> so, so how about this for trivia so do you know who brian Chache is right he won yeah, four cups my boss he won five. Oh, five. Oh, with pittsburgh no, he won. Or did he retire? He won four with the Islanders. Did they win did four? He... Then he won yeah, two he with won... Pittsburgh. So he won okay. six. Did, so did the Islanders bossy. win four right. years or five years? Four in a row. Okay, they he won, won six. Four in a row. Six as a player. So Bossy, four cups, you know, all these great players. You cannot exclude Pat Maroon now, if he wins a four cups in a row, because he has four cups, he'll have four cups, which is odd because there's so many great players in the league that don't get the chance to, to win a Stanley Cup. And then there's oh. uh, the big rig, you know. <laughs> it's just kind of, I don't know, a little bit of angering trivia, but hey, I guess, uh, you know, if you're on a good team, you win a championship. May not be because of you, but you're on that part of the you're on that team. You know what I'm saying? Do you think okay, who's your pick for the playoffs for the Sonic Cup finals? I'm Who going, going with? I'm going with uh Kale and uh Nathan. Colorado? Yeah, yeah. I, I really Colorado like too. I really like how fast they move the puck, the their transitional game. How many games? Five. I'm gonna be Five? bold. Five games, yeah. I'll go the sweep with Colorado. Yeah. I'll say f- four. Mm-hmm. 
four games. Where does it start? Does it start in Colorado? Wow. It must stay because Colorado had over 100 points. I don't know. Hang on. Can you uh, Google I, it? I'll, I'll use a Google machine here right now. Tampa Takes Bay it. at Colorado. Oh, Wednesday. Okay. So Colorado's going to win the cup away. In, t- in Florida. In Florida. So. So, yeah, uh, I'm calling for a sweep. I just like Colorado, too. Their speeds, they're too fast. Right. They're, they're well coached. They're well disciplined. You know, when, when Edmonton was up goals, they had two goal lead twice in Colorado. They didn't they didn't quit. They truly believed that they were the better team and they just they just dominated them. I'm sorry, all their fans, but we got worked pretty good. We got worked by a far superior team. So what do you think of like would you bring back the players that are unrestricted free agents for Edmonton. Like you got Kane, who's a big, big name out there. Would you bring him back? I would, I would make an effort to bring him back. Yeah. He's, he's good. He's a good, good player, but he does a lot of dumb plays though. He just has to get in there and try to do stupid, mm-hmm. stupid things like <laughs> costly penalties. It annoys me. He just wants- <laughs> Cross check that guy in the face and like settle down. <laughs> yeah. Same goes for Nurse. Edmonton's in trouble yeah. with the guy. I uh I've said this before. I don't think he's uh I don't think he's worth his paycheck right now. I mean, I'm not saying he's a he's an he's a bad, bad defenseman. I just don't think that he's not was, worth nine million. I don't, I don't think he's worth nine mil at all. That's my humble opinion, though. Other Oilers fans might be might be uh, might disagree with me, but what about uh, Miko Koskinen? He can go. Ah, uh, they should have kept him. He signed a two-year deal in Switzerland. In Switzerland, yeah, yeah. Do you think they would have kept him over Smith? I think they should have, but they they signed Smith. A for an uh goalie that's 40 years old. I don't know. Okay, who is your favorite announcer during the NHL playoffs? Is there all and, and is there anyone who just drives you nuts and that's annoying? Oh, uh, my all time fit, it's got to be Harry Cole. I mean, for this playoffs, I mean, man, Harry Cole, Harry Cole. <laughs> Harry Cole. <laughs> Bob Cole. No, well, I mean, uh, the the announcers for the for Edmonton, obviously, I like the way they they call a color commentary. Uh, Louis DeBrusque. Louis DeBrusque, and I can't remember the guy's name, but anyways, very um, cool. Very cool. <laughs> Just uh, a Harry Neal and Bob Cole put together. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't watch any other games though. Yeah, so I don't know. I, mean, any, I, I don't know any, any of the uh, the announcers. Like I didn't after Toronto, I'm like got kicked out in the first round again. <laughs> I stopped watching the East, like the yeah. Eastern Conference. I I was more interested in the Western Conference because yeah. they were more quicker and better yeah. hockey. So, yeah. and you that and you get to take away your uh, profile picture. Yeah, 
took me freaking three weeks, four weeks, embarrassing Facebook picture. Oh. In an Oilers jersey. <laughs> There's a video on uh, social media of Connor McDavid uh, in a night out of town with the boys. And he looks inebriated. A girl's hand. What do you think about the regular, regular Joe recording videos of athletes and posting it on social media? I think they're looking for their 50 minutes of fame. Like, it's just like, I don't know. Would you want yourself to be filmed in, uh, in a really, in your, in your younger days and blasted all over your Instagram or TikTok or social media? No, I would not like that, no matter what. Like, just mind your own business. Let, let me mind my business. I'm not bothering you. Yeah, like, Connor McDavid's not bothering no one. Just let the guy have fun with the yeah. boys. You don't have to take pictures. Like, come on. Yeah. You got a tattletale? Like, grow a pair and man up and yeah. just let the man be. Just let your mind business. There's a there's a tale going around. Now, it's, it's true. Well, probably true. Patrick Mahomes and his girlfriend went to dine in a pizza eatery. There's about a smaller restaurant, maybe 20, maybe 30 people. They let him dine in peace. They watched him pay for the door or pay for his food, walked out the door, and actually he, he spun around and said, thanks for letting me eat in peace. That's how people should treat these superstars. They get paid to go to these autograph sessions. That's when you bug them. That's when you hound them. That's when you ask for autographs. But but they let Patrick Mahomes eat in peace, and uh, I guess he paid for all their dinners and everything. Really? Yeah. Damn. Well, he's Patrick Kane should have did that. I mean, uh, Patrick Kane. Connor McDavid should have did that at the, the bar. He's like, hey, don't take yeah. no pictures of me and I'll buy rounds for everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I'm drinking doubles, man. <laughs> Being me the Patron. Yeah, I'm not drinking Alberta Premium here. I'm drinking no. the good stuff. Yeah. So I'm drinking doubles. Give me give me the old duels. <laughs> I'm not drinking OV. Yeah, it's a running joke with OV because it's the coldest in the bar because no one drinks it. Yeah, it's. I played junior with a guy, and that's all he drank. It was OV. It's like, and we never bummed no beer off him because that's what. <laughs> yeah, like he buy beer for himself. Yeah. Like, no, it's. By the end of the night, when it was time to get kicked out of the bar, he'd have like four left, and no one wanted to drink with him because it was gross. Good old OV. But yeah, just if you see a pro athlete. There's a time and a place, right, to approach them yeah. for an autograph. If he's with his family and his friends and they're talking, like we saw Brady Keeper at the Freddy. Yeah. I wanted to go up to him and say hi and approach him and talk to him, but he was with his family. He was with his friends. So I was like, okay, yeah. there's a time and place, right? Like, yeah. They're just regular people with like you and I, but. Yeah. Uh, just, to, just to clarify, Brady Keeper was a spectator only. He was not playing and he didn't violate his Vancouver contract. <laughs> so, and he was coaching. Yes. So, so yeah, it's, there's a time and place. Mm-hmm. I know it's cool to see the pro athletes, but they're just like you and I when they're out in public. They don't yeah. want to be bugs. Like, if I see Bush in public, I'll just like, eh. Ignore me. Bush. Yeah. And I'll yeah. walk the other way. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, but yeah, you got to respect them, right? So, mm-hmm. 
anything else before we go to our interview with Jesse? Nope. 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 I'm good. That's all so I said. So you're picking Av- Avalanche in five. Yes. Now I'm picking them in four. Who's going to yeah. win the Consumite? McKinnon. What about McCarr? I wonder, do you think a defenseman oh. can win it? Like Kale McCarr? Ooh. He'd, be a, he'd be a definite. It'd be a shocker. Oh. Because Kempfer's hurt, right? So yeah. he's a goal. If, I think if uh, I think if McCarr wins, people aren't going to be surprised. And if McKinnon wins, people aren't going to be surprised. They'll say, "Oh, oh there's equal for, for Kale McCarr," but yeah, it's, it's hard to. It's really hard for to split either of those two because McKinnon dominates, and then McCarr he gets back so fast when he's on defense. That's how you look when you play. You know, well, when you, you take know. up the puck and you lose it. You, just straight hustle all the way back. Oh yeah, that's how you look. So well, because I've lost it a lot in my in my day, so I've had to come back quick. <laughs> and there's no one else to help you when you pinch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll say Makar will win mm-hmm. the Consumite Trophy. So. Yeah. Uh, shall we? Can it? Should we? Should we even venture for the East? No, because okay, now nah, let's leave him alone. I mean, the goalie he, might the, big might rig, win. you know, yeah. he'll be up there. So, yeah, he'll get a couple of votes, but I'll go with McCarr. Oh, yeah, me, yeah, get in for me. Okay, uh, we'll be right back. We'll go to our interview with Mr. Jesse Dudas of Edmonton, Alberta. Reds Hockey would like to introduce you our guest for episode 49. He's from St. Albert, Alberta. Uh, we would like to welcome Mr. Jesse Judas. Welcome to the show, Jess. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's, uh, been, uh, it's been a while we've been trying to get together here, but fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we tried last night, but the weather was kind of uh, playing, playing a bad part in it. So, but I it's uh, Wednesday morning, so but I'm thankful for you uh, coming on the show, especially being eight o'clock your time. It's still kind of early. <laughs> yeah, I'm an early riser. I got to get my daughter to school, and then I usually uh, work out after that, so it's not too bad. My kids are teenagers now, so I don't even have to. Uh, well, once in a while, I'll have to wake them up, but they're not too bad. So, kind of, kind of glad those days are over for me. Yeah, I know she's tired. She's like, she's in uh, competitive swimming. So she's swimming six times a week and then she's training off out of the pool for another two times a week. So she's a pretty tired girl these days. Oh, yeah. She's getting ready. Yeah, she's getting ready for summer. So school's not uh, the biggest thing on her agenda right now, especially being (laughs) in grade two. Oh, yeah. Especially at that age. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, last month you played for uh, Norway House Bruins at the Freddie in Saskatoon. How was how was it winning the tournament? Well, it was uh, honestly from day day one with those guys. They're just welcoming such a good group of guys, and we had a we had a good team, and it was uh, it was fun. It was a really fun tournament. Great weekend. 
you played Moose Cree, uh, one of the most uh, physical physical teams in the tourney. Uh, what did you think of that game? You know what? Those guys were good. There's actually uh, – they were big and they could all move pretty well. So, you know, what? It, uh, it was a battle. That whole Sunday was a battle, but we found ways to uh, – to stay in the game, whether we were down and, you know, I think just experience and our skill set and hockey, hockey mindset took over. So it was, uh, they were a good, good team there. I was actually worried for a little bit, but in the third period or the second period, I guess, running down and we finally uh, got a couple to come back and ended up winning. I'm from Moose Cree. So that was my home res. So I was kind of cheering for them and cheering for you guys because I know like Wacy and Judd and Colton and them. So it's yeah. kind of I was 50-50. So it was it was kind of it was kind of hard watching that game. But uh, yeah, it was a close call. I think they were up a couple going into the third, and you guys uh, Judd scored that nice goal from Colton, and I think that was the momentum that you guys needed and you guys uh, ended up winning that game. But yeah, it was, I thought that was one of the best games for sure. Yeah. I think that was our hardest test for sure that that game was. And uh, can't say enough about how black he played all weekend. He was, I've never seen him play like that in my life, but he was unbelievable. That's for sure. Yeah. He was, uh, he was on another level all weekend. I, uh, and it was so it was really good to see. Uh, is there any players that come to mind that uh, other than Blackie that stood out that weekend and was like, wow, uh, this guy's uh, this guy's a gem? Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of good talent there, actually. Obviously, Brady Keeper was pretty good. Um, there's there's a couple of young guys there in Canoe Lake at, in the last game and. And those boys from the Western League, they were flying around. But uh, a lot of uh, good upcoming talent, that's for sure. How do you feel playing four games on that Sunday? <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a long Sunday, and then I broke my toe in the first game. I couldn't even take my skate off for the rest of the, the time there between games. I took a one-timer off it and... I finally got it looked at after uh, when I got home. And, yeah, sure enough, my my little toe and the side of my foot had a little fracture in it. But it was a long Sunday, but uh, we were prepared. And, I mean, we got the job done. Uh, you were drafted in 06 by the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, how was that whole experience? That was, uh, that was pretty neat, obviously. Being drafted to the NHL is a... Uh, you know, I came up and that's every kid's dream. And I still remember it like yesterday, we had a little party at the house and, you know, as I was projected to go in the top two rounds, I had a, I had an injury going in that season that flagged me. I could only play, I think I played 30, 30 games that year. So my, I kind of dropped down the ladder, but um, no, being drafted, I mean, it was it was a really cool experience, that's for sure. Uh, did you tent any other NHL camps? I I know uh, we googled you and we saw you in an Oilers jersey. Yeah, after I was done with my uh, three years there in Columbus, um, I signed with Edmonton, an American 
hockey league and NHL deal for two years. And, uh, you know, what? that was a cool experience, my hometown and, and stuff like that. But growing up, I kind of, uh, you know, I got in a little bit of trouble after that. So I kind of uh, let some things get to my head and didn't take the right path on growing to be a pro at that time. I, was, I definitely was not ready and the management and all that probably saw that. I wasn't ready to take that next step, but I, it was never my hockey sense or my skill level at that I just uh I I wasn't ready at that time if you could if I could say it that way to to be a full-time pro uh do you think a lot of kids go through that like uh they're not mature enough and a lot of the teams are kind of rushing them to play at that pro, pro level yeah I think you know every everyone's growing up everyone's goal is like you know you got to get the NHL now, now, now. But at the end of the day, like to play in the NHL and to play in professional hockey for any league, it's uh, it's a commitment. It's a grind. And if you're if you're not ready for it, even kids moving away when they're 14 years old, I, I don't know about it. I feel like if if you're not 100 percent ready or you're not ready to leave home, it's it's going to be tough on you. So. For me, leaving home too, it was in junior hockey, it was, it was hard on me. I was homesick all the time and wanted to come home. And yeah, it's, I don't, I don't, I feel some people rush themselves a lot. You got to, a lot of people peak when they're 18 and a lot of people peak when they're 25. So there's a gap there that, uh, everyone's window of opportunity is different and everybody develops at different ages. So, uh, You played in the 2016 World Championships for Hungary. How was it representing Hungary and playing against the best players in the world? Yeah, it was a pretty cool experience. Actually, my, my father's dad was actually from Budapest, so that's how I got in there. So I got a Hungarian passport and um, it was, it was probably the coolest experience of my hockey career, like playing against McDavid and all those guys. It was uh, <laughs> something I'll never forget. That's for sure. And especially to play alongside my cousin, Frank Bantam there, who was a uh, long time played in the NHL. And then I think he played about 20 years over in Europe. So it was an honor to play his last his last games with him and you know it's something i'll never forget uh when you played team canada you got elbowed by mcdavid uh how was that playing what did you do after the play did you retaliate no what the picture looks a lot different than it was actually oh. we were uh i can't remember exactly how the play went but he was flying around and we were on the penalty kill and he was flying around and I just like kind of got close to him and, you know, tried to separate him. I was hitting him. So I actually hit him pretty good. And, but his the way the picture looks is <laughs> looks like he was elbowing me in the face, but he actually did elbow me in the face. I had a nice little black eye from it for the rest of the tournament. And I actually just got that picture signed up uh, the other day from him. So it was a, uh, it's a big honor. Uh, Edmonton Oilers, uh, what do you think of them? Uh, they have the best two players in the world and 
they kind of well they made it for this year, but it was uh do you, uh what do you think of them? Do you think they should have won the cup this year or what do you think their situation is? Because uh my host Bush, who's at work right now, is a big Oilers <laughs> fan and he's uh he's he's right up there as a super fan, I guess you could say. Yeah, they had a they had a great run, obviously. They got Connor and Leon and they got they got a lot of uh, finally some supporting some support to support those guys. I just uh, I don't think their back end is even close to ready yet. Uh, if you put them on scale with the Avalanche, the, I mean the Avalanche shut down the Oilers and broke the puck out of the zone so quick it was they couldn't do anything. And I don't I don't I don't think Edmonton has those number one guys back there yet on the back end to uh, to compete at that level as the avalanche did on the back end. That's for sure. Who's, uh, they, who's... they had a good run. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Longer than the Leafs. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was golfing with them. Actually, we went out with uh, Nugent Hopkins and Chris Russell and Devin Shore the other day at the golf course here. So it's pretty cool. I got to chat with them, have a couple beers and yeah, just chatted with them a bit. How are they away from the ice? No, nah, they're every every hockey player is pretty much the same guy. Just it's tough for them in the spotlight here. Like you know, can't walk around without being noticed, and everybody wants a picture. Everybody wants to talk. So, but they they hold themselves. They do a really good job with how they carry themselves in the public eye. That's for sure. The NHL finals start tonight. Who's going Who's going to win, Colorado or Tampa Bay? I I hope to see Colorado. I'm such a big fan of that Kale McCarr, the way he flies around. He's something special to watch, that's for sure. What do you think of uh, Maroon if he wins four cups in a row? Is he uh, is that Hall of Fame quality right there? <laughs> That'd be something <laughs> special, you know. I I know Patty really well actually. From our I was in Philadelphia after Edmonton for a couple years with them. And that's where we both started. He started his career also. So I know Patty really well. And, you know, it's, I never thought his career was going to do what it's doing. That's for sure. But it's uh, pretty proud of him as a, as a friend. And, you know, that's, it's awesome for him. Uh, this past season, you played a little bit in Poland and finished this year in Germany. How was your season? Um, it, it was a little different. So I was in, uh, I was in the top check league for a couple of years and I ended up breaking my back and having back surgery. So when I went back for my second year for my deal in check, just things didn't work out. we got new management, new coaches. And, you know, I kind of came in off a, a season where I had back surgery and to get back into things. So things just weren't working out there. And then we ended up, uh, you know, leaving the contract. And then I uh, got a call from my buddy who, Ty Wishart, actually, he wanted to go play in Poland. So I went and joined him, but wasn't probably the best experience of my life. That's for sure. So I ended up leaving, going over to Germany just to uh, finish off the year and get, get back into things. And you know what? I really enjoyed it over there, and uh, I ended up signing on the same team as uh, Blackwater this year. So it'd be nice to play alongside with him finally. 
you played against Jaeger. How was it playing against uh, one of the best of all time? Yeah, it was really, really cool experience. That was actually the first game I got to the Czech League. It was against him. So I was playing in uh, Ostrava there. So we got about 15,000 fans that game. And it was, everyone was there to see him. But uh, <laughs> he's a, He's actually one of the biggest guys I think I've ever played against. He's huge. And he's got the longest stick, and he just backs his butt up into you, and <laughs> you can't really do anything. He's a big man. So it was, uh, it was an honor, actually. Got, uh, got a nice photo with him. He signed it for me also, so it's going to go down in the down in the basement when, when it's all done. So Nice. Uh, like you mentioned earlier, you signed the, uh, the play in Germany with the Hale Bronner Falcons. Uh, you'll you be uh, teammates with former guest Judd. Uh, how excited are you to go back overseas? Yeah, it's you know what I geez, I think this will be year eight or nine. I can't really remember, but it's been pretty fast. It's been a great experience over there, and obviously now to get to play alongside with Blackie and a couple of my other buddies over in Germany and you know it's it's going to be a good year uh wives so my wife and daughter and they have kids all over there also so it'll be a good time uh let's talk about your equipment uh what kind of stick do you use like the flex and the curve are you really specific about your twig yeah, I'm really specific about my sticks. I use, I got my own pattern. It's got a big, big hook on the end of it, big toe curve. I use, uh, it's 95 flex grip, double grip with a round, round shaft. And uh, yeah, right now I'm using the CCMs. Uh, what are they? The triggers. Burger six, six, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah. I usually go back and forth. Like I got some Bowers, some Warriors, but uh, right now I'm really liking the CCM triggers. So that's what I'm going to use. For me, it's more my sticks and my skate blades. If they're off, then I'm off. So that's about <laughs> it. Uh, what about your skates? Uh, I noticed that you like your, you, you wear a lot of true skates. Yeah. I've been wearing true since, uh, they were VHs back in the day. I got set up. One of my buddies uh, got me connected there. So they actually sent me a crazy looking pair for world championships. They were red, green, and white Hungarian colors. And I put them on for the first time. And I was like, no, can't wear these here. <laughs> they were, took a while to get used to, but I love them now. So. I'm a true guy too. I have a pair of true skates and I actually won a contest a couple of years ago on Instagram and they, uh, I went to the main, the main office in Winnipeg and I got all fitted out and I love my true skates. I think they're one of the yeah, best pairs I've ever wore. They're super comfortable. That's for sure. Uh, advice. What advice would you give young players? Uh, well, it all depends on their age, but not to rush themselves to enjoy, enjoy the game. It's, it's a long, like I said, it's a long process to get to play professional hockey. It's, it doesn't happen tomorrow. It's not, you know, it's, 
if even if you're not drafted, you know, there's still you got to keep working and it's like anything in life. It's when you start a job, you start at the bottom and you got to work your way up. It takes time. It takes a lot of effort away from the ice to to keep your body ready and and uh, perform at a high level. It's uh, it's not an easy thing, but just enjoy the game and don't don't uh, rush yourself. Like you know, just keep playing hard and work hard, and everything will work out if you do the right things. That's uh, that's well said. Uh, before we let you go, we'll, we always finish the interview uh, with a, kind of a lighter, uh, comical side. Uh, it's called Five Rapid Nist Questions, and it's uh, we have a pretty good laugh with, with all the guys that we do the interview with. So uh, we'll get started. Uh, question number one, baked or fried bannock? Fried. Number two, ever use a bed sheet for a door or curtain? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> Number three, ever see Ernest Muniz live in concert? I have not, no. He I was actually, uh, he opened, uh, he sang a couple songs at the Freddy during the open opening ceremonies. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, I didn't get to see him though, no. <laughs> Hopefully one day here. Number four. Bannock burger or Indian taco? Bannock burger. Uh, fifth and last question: Can you jig? <laughs> depends. <laughs> depends what time of the night it is. But how many no, pops so deep well. are you in? Yeah, exactly. How <laughs> loose I am. <laughs> right on, man. Uh, thanks for coming on. I'm glad uh, you were able to take time out of your uh, schedule and glad the weather is better now and thanks for coming on the show i appreciate it yeah no problem thanks for having me buddy all right thanks and uh take care and have a good one you too talk soon right hey, hey guys welcome back that was a good interview with jesse it's always awesome to have these guys who are still playing pro hockey to come on the show and yeah talk some hockey with us and share their knowledge towards the youth. The youth. Youth. Bush, you're still a youth, so I hope his uh, interview. Still youths, yep. Okay, this week, uh, Bush is doing the Reds Hockey Top 5, so take it away. All right. Oh, right, all right, all right, all right, right. Okay, this week kind of hits home to me and Trevor as uh, we have two of our teams in here, but it's top five playoff disappointments so far in the the 2022 uh, NHL playoffs. These are in no particular order, but if it was up to me, I'd I'd put a certain team at number one. However, uh, first one that comes to mind is Carolina. Top-notch team all year. Beautiful, beautiful team to watch, and they got swept. Did they? Yeah, they got swept. Day eh? four rip for nothing. Yeah. Do you think they should have played Bear? I thought for sure they should have played Bear. I feel bad, man. Like the, he I always, know. he's he's a top six defenseman. Like he could play in the top four. Yeah. And somehow he always gets. Yes, he, he gets a shaft for uh, for an unknown reason. Yeah, I was like, come on, man. 
remember when the, back in the WHL playoffs, we almost single-handedly took Seattle to the Memorial Cup? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, carry forward. Number Another top-notch team that got swept is uh, Florida. Florida Panthers. What happened there? President's yeah. Trophy. And is President's Trophy curse? It is a curse. Yeah. The Detroit Red Wings set a set of records. Most wins in the National Hockey League, I think, was 61, uh, 95, or 96. And they got swept the first round of the playoffs. So I don't know. Now we go for the Canadian teams. <laughs> Calgary. <laughs> Calgary got defeated by Edmonton after going up after scoring nine goals and chasing two goalies from the net. They went, I don't know. You, you think they would have really uh, demoralized the team after scoring nine goals. And... <laughs> <laughs> but they, they allowed Edmonton to come back. Come back with Avengers and they got, and then they got beat. What do you think was the turning point for that series? Because it, it seemed oh. like the Flames had momentum and all of a sudden it just, turned around and the Oilers came back? I think um, I think the turning point was uh, the, the old hockey gods. They were frowning upon Matthew Kachuk when he was chirping Evander Kane. And he asked him if he wanted some money. And then Evander oh, yeah. Kane turned, turned it up a notch and scored some goals. Scored some key goals and uh, got a hat-trick the one game. True. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you got to you your chirping's everything, right? It's your timing yeah. for your chirps. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll go with uh, overall. You, this is a team that should have done better, but the warning signs have been there all years. Edmonton is that they got the firepower with McDavid and Drysaddle, and then you got uh, your your cast off Zach Hyman. What a warrior he was. I can't believe you guys didn't sign him. Like, holy man. Money, money, money in the playoffs. He scored some big goals in the playoffs, right? And then you got, like, Nugent Hopkins came up with some big goals. However, a lot of fans and a lot of people uh, didn't understand what Holland was doing when he when he signed Darnell Nurse to nine mil a year, when he signed a 40-year-old goalie and a 38-year-old defenseman i mean not not taking anything away from keith he's won three cups and a olympic gold but man like there's that last goal if you watch it in overtime keith duncan keith let his man right by him in the face off and he scored a goal <laughs> like google it like you just see him and keith got burned a couple times yeah and mike smith as maybe he tries to overplay the puck maybe maybe he just shouldn't play the puck at all you should just stop it and let the defenseman come get it or cover it up. <laughs> and uh, so I think as far as the disappointment goes, I think overall that the that part of the, the squad, you, everybody was disappointed with their play. Like they, Smith made some good saves, but he didn't make the, the best saves. That, 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 that He didn't make the series winning saves. And the thing is like on social media, I think the Oilers were like the biggest team that had the biggest uh, indigenous following. Yeah, I when think we it went was, to Sas- the Sasaskamus tournament. Wow, a lot I of Nishnabs had. 
it was the Oilers. Like, yeah. Like I have uh, some friends that are out that live out west, and everyone just was oil Oiler crazy. Yeah. You should be like that super family goo. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try and uh, spark it up this year in uh, Northwestern Ontario. You should. You probably be the only one, but still, you. <laughs> hey, hey, tone, tone. What do you think? Do you think I should spark it up or what? Oh. Do that. <laughs> He'll probably just shake his head. Like, I, I can hear him shake his head already. Yeah. So that, in a sense, I think yeah, the Edmonton Oilers got or disappointed or disappointment. They got they got completely overrun by a uh, superior team. Even though they they scored an obscene amount of goals in game one again, and they all they just they just couldn't pull it together properly. Yeah. And last but not least, um, I'm just gonna say the Toronto Maple Leafs again, first round playoff exit. Like <laughs> I know, like if you watch if you watch the team, if you watch the goals, the game, like they're right, they're just on that cusp. They they just need that X factor. But this this I think this is the last year that they're gonna be disappointed like that i think they they, they'll probably the, i think they're gonna make conference finals next year if they keep this squad this core i think they're gonna go yeah. conference finals because tampa bay they gave tampa bay a run for their money right yeah they gave tampa bay the the best run for their money but seven games they always yeah. caca the bed against mm-hmm. the trail last year yeah. game seven they caca the bed yeah this yeah. year game seven they caca the bed yeah caca caca <laughs> <laughs> but I don't so, yeah, those those are my picks. To, those are my picks for uh, disappointments this year. I could explain a lot more, but I just yeah. like Edmonton. Come on, man, you got to smarten up on the goalie department and the defense. Like Mike Smith, Mike Smith got, is not the answer. Like I think uh, I, I'm calling it right now. If they don't do anything significant playoff wise, McDavid's gone in three years. Right now, where would he right go? Would he go back to Toronto's hometown? Where would um, who do you think can afford his contract? Well, not Toronto. It, no, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a, a southern state market. Do you think so? I think so. Yeah, it's it's not, not gonna be Vancouver or Calgary. It's not gonna be uh, Ottawa. Like these markets are horrible. Would you trade McDavid for like a Marner? Yeah, yeah. I would go that way because they're yeah similar in. They're, uh, they're they're how much they make similar. They're uh, they're not. Mc... Marner's a good player. He is. He's, he's he's gonna have a good. He's gonna have a good. Say he goes to Edmonton. He's gonna have a good squad. He's gonna have a dry saddle. He's gonna you know. He's gonna have teammates to play with. Yeah. But yeah, I would tell. Team. Yeah. He sounds very sad. Very disappointed. I am. I am. I was. You need I'm a still... hug. Well, I mean, it's my my all my therapists say I should get it out. So I'm, yeah, I'm talking more about the my about the plan. All my therapists, yeah. <laughs> Doctor Phil, oh, uh, Judge Judy, Judge Judy, <laughs> Doctor Oz, Jerry Springer, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Start naming all the soaps. Yeah. <laughs> all my children. Yeah. Uh, General Victor Hospital. Newman. <laughs> Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Uh, let's move forward uh, before I get too dull. The... <laughs> too much dull. Okay, when you go to Costco or IKEA, guys, man, this is specifically for men, husbands, boyfriends. What do you do when you guys go to Costco and IKEA? What do you do, Bush? I look for the hockey equipment. <laughs> in IKEA? No, you said Costco. In Ikea, Ikea, I, 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 my first instinct is to go to the cafeteria. I've never eaten in the cafeteria. Like You should. But at cash register, I'll have a hot dog. Yeah. But I never went upstairs and ate in oh, the cafeteria. Yeah, you got to go. Like a Swedish meatball or yes. something? Yes, yep. Really? Yep. I endorse it. But I went to Costco on Saturday. Did you have a hot dog? No, I had the wings and the poutine, and I okay. I had took it, put it in the trunk, and by the time I got home, it was it was like bang on. It was like totally <laughs> so good, man. What do you think has better food, Costco or IKEA? Food? I'm gonna go with Costco. Definitely. Just because it only costs a dollar fifty for a hot dog and a pop. Yeah, that's deadly. When you go to uh, IKEA, do you follow the the arrows and gotta walk around and yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, it's chaos. It's anarchy if you don't go with the flow. It, that's why there it's designed that way. Yeah, you gotta maximize your. Uh, you know, we went to Costco on Saturday. I mean IKEA on Saturday, and we were in there for over an hour. <laughs> Wait, good thing I wore. My runners, because I would have had sore feet if I was wearing my slides. Oh, oh yeah, how many how many steps did you do? I think we were. What did I did I text you? We walked almost eight kilometers. That's awesome. Like Costco and IKEA. Yeah. Plus, we went in the win a couple winners and Marshalls, and they should just have like a you know how there's a babysitting place when you walk in IKEA for kids. Yep. They should have one for men. Like a couch, a TV, like a lounge for men. Yeah, you should. Absolutely. PlayStation, Xbox, open bar. <laughs> you get all hammered by the time you get picked up by your old lady there. Holy Moses. Uh, Getting get pushed in a cart. <laughs> yeah. Good news. Back at Costco, there's uh, samples again. Oh, yes. I mean, uh, that's excellent. Good. So, they had some good samples. With this inflation, the prices are still pretty good, though. Yeah. To go to Costco and do your shopping. So, yeah, we went and spent another. Actually, we were in, only in Costco for 20 minutes. Oh. So, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too busy. It's just a gas. The gas bar was... Yeah. When you're in the city, where do you get gas? Just anywhere because it's cheaper um, than Manitoba or the res gas? Dip, dip, well, it depends. If I'm in my truck, I'll, I'll go to the res gas. But last Saturday, we took Sue's uh, CRV about, so I went to Long Plains res gas. <laughs> but, usually, <laughs> but usually, we, we it's a Costco trip. We usually go to Costco, grab our things, and then I'll fill up either on the way into the city or I'll fill up on the way out. But really, like, Compared to Kenora, we still save we still save so much on gas. How much is? I wonder how much like listeners. How much is gas is where you're from? 
And here yeah. in Kenora, we're paying two twelve. I went to the reserve last night, actually. That's how yeah. much it's starting to get too expensive now. The two hundred six. Yeah. Yeah, it's it horrible. One hundred seven dollars to fill up that my Jeep. It's like holy oh, jeez, man! Can't imagine having a truck. It's twice the size. <laughs> yeah. of a gas tank. Oh, uh, when I bought the truck a year and a half ago, it, it only cost one hundred fifty to fill up. You must be rich. Are you on council? <laughs> I don't. I haven't had a full tank of gas, and I don't know how long. I usually just put, I usually top it off at a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gas is crazy. Yeah, it's horrible, crazy. I see people driving around in scooters. I think I'm gonna just buy a scooter. You know who's got a scooter or a moped? Who's that? Mitch. What? Really? Yeah. Is he driving a baseball? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I've, I haven't played him, but no, I've seen him. He said he has really? one. Yeah. Jeez. You know, it's like, he, I don't know. That's. Gas is driving me crazy. If you had 10 grand to go on a summer vacation, where would you go? Where would I go on a summer vacation for 10 grand? Yeah, if you had, like, here, Bush, oh. here's 10 grand, go on a summer vacation. Where would you go? Well, I'd fill up the truck. <laughs> In the summer? I don't know. Would you, like, there's no point somewhere going, like, going to Florida because it's going to be really no. hot down there or Vegas or. You know what? Or, you know where I would go? I'd go to Montreal. I'd go to Six Flags in Montreal. There's a Six Flags amusement park. There's, there's a Six Flags in Montreal. It's near old Montreal. I did not know that. Yeah, there is. Do you like roller coasters? I love thrill rides. Oh, I hate. That's because like uh, no. Oh, that's so cool. So neat. Oh, you ever, no. ever skydive? I guess not, eh? No, is it crazy? <laughs> I'm not gonna jump out of a plane. Well, you, you have two good parachutes. <laughs> <laughs> my luck once gone they're not gonna open. <laughs> no i don't like heights uh a couple of years ago we took the kids to valley fair which is outside minneapolis and we were going Jacopi, up a, minnesota yeah we were going up a roller coaster and it was stopped it, like was it the a, was it the uh, was it that green one yeah that one yeah yeah and that's good function and we were right in the top and i, I was telling the kids don't look over, don't look down because we were like, at the top. <laughs> and, and I was like trying not to stare. I was like, shit. Man. You know, you know what's cool is that uh, when you go in there at night, you can see uh, you can you can see um, what's that casino? Uh, you can see the you can see the pyramid. Yeah, I know. You, know you can see the pyramid light. It's pretty cool. Really neat. Yeah, I'm not a. Fr- I'm not a. I don't like heights. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's that whole shock piece? Uh, I cool P. I, I keep on thinking shooting star, but that's that's Monoma, oh, Minnesota. Yeah, Mystic Lake. Mystic Lake. Yeah, you can see the uh, you can see the big pyramid light. It's really cool. Yeah, that's pretty neat. So I think you should do that just to for just to believe me. <laughs> oh, right, that man. Yeah, I'm never going. I don't like kids are old enough now. I mean. They can go on to these amusement parks on their own. I'm not going nowhere. Yeah. My days are done. Uh, we should go to uh, Montreal. 
to go watch a uh, not not to go watch to go to the uh, Six Flags. Oh, I thought you were gonna say go watch the Expos. <laughs> was... What about baseball park? If you had to go to one baseball park, Major League Baseball stadium this summer, which park would it go? Would which park would you go to? Uh, I don't know. I'd probably Twins? go to Fenway. Fenway, where's that? Is that Boston? Is that Chicago or Boston? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know baseball parks. I don't know the history. No. no. I went to Wrigley Field in Chicago Cubs home okay. ballpark. It was nice. We sat in right field. Oh yeah. I wouldn't mind going to Boston. Fenway Park. It's yeah. One of the oldest uh, stadiums that are. Left. What about the Skydome? Ever been to the Skydome? Nope. No. You know, nope. ever watch it on Sportsnet where they have that WestJet area, like center field? I think so. Can... I can't remember though. I went there with like Nigel, Ernest, my brother, yeah. and stuff. We stood at. I couldn't stand there because of his heights. It's like once you <laughs> lean over, yeah. it's all like you'll you'll look down and you'll see. The, Center feeling I couldn't stand there no more because oh. I, was, I was afraid of heights. It's like shit. I'm gonna go sit down on my seat. <laughs> so, listeners, are you afraid of heights or do you like heights? Like so, yeah. uh, my hands are getting, my palms are getting sweaty just talking just, about heights. Just talking about really? Yeah, it's just how much I don't like heights, man. So, um, so there's uh, two hockey tournaments coming up. We got the Click Cup. June 30th to July 3rd in Thunder Bay, Ontario. It's uh, a memorial tournament for the late Casey Tate. Uh, Titus Simple is pointing it on. So if you want to play, it's a co-ed tournament. It's 60 bucks to play. So just search them on Facebook, click cup and <laughs> sign up. So it's a, it's a fun tournament. It's nothing too serious. So it's a good tournament in memory mm-hmm. My late buddy, Mr. Casey Tate. So that's one tournament you should go check out if you're in Northwestern Ontario. What about yard sales, man? Do you like going to yard sales? When I, yeah, I think they're cool. They're they're fun to go with. Now that you have time off, are you going to hit some yard sales? I think I might. I think I might go once in a while, grab a yard sale, just around. I like yard sales. Or maybe just walk around because of the price of gas. <laughs> yeah. You maybe start biking with your with your bike to all these yeah. sales. Mm-hmm. I like your sales. I uh, I watch these guys on YouTube. Like, there's a guy named Cincinnati Picker. He goes to these yard sales, then he resells it on eBay. <laughs> what really? Eh? <laughs> and he, that's like his full time job. And he has like a nice house and everything. It's like holy jeez. But in the states, it's it's different. Like he's just, oh, I just got back. I went to 20 yard sales today. It's like, holy man. Oh, jeez. That was like a full time job for him. So I like yard sales. It's good. But it just sucks when people overprice things. Mm-hmm. And like they're trying to get rid of things, but they're still selling things at a ridiculous price. But uh, good luck to all the yard sellers out there this summer. Enjoy. So, anything else before we go for the week? Before we go, uh, uh, be careful, kids, everybody. Sunscreens, sunscreen, sunscreen. 
Yes. Hydrate and yourself. Lots of water out there. You know, you'd be surprised at how fast you get thirsty and how bad it affects your body. Be careful with wood ticks. Yeah. I don't like wood ticks. I never knew them before I moved to this area. What? Yeah. We really? Yeah. I got uh, I get I got a couple of American friends that that never knew the uh, the danger or the horror of these uh, of those pine beetles either. Oh, everybody thought they're tough, and, and until they saw those bad boys around. Yeah, it's funny because I'm usually in bed on weekdays around ten, so it's just starting to get dark now when I'm just starting to go to bed. <laughs> it's <laughs> <Yeah>. getting old. <laughs> So it's funny that I'm going to bed by by 10, but when I was in my 20s, early 20s, I'd be just getting ready to go out night out of the town. <laughs> now, now that I'm older, it's, I'm going to bed at that time. Oh, how the time has changed. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us for episode 49. We're almost at 50, man. Yeah, almost. So, uh, Thanks for joining us. And if you want a hoodie, shoot, shoot us a message. Yeah. I think we're, are we going to get t-shirts and like long sleeve shirts? Maybe we should get Eventually. some t-shirts. Maybe we should make our t-shirts. T-shirt time. T-shirt time. Form fitting. Huh? I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good week and we will see you next week. Peace. Peace.